0: <laughs> hey, everybody, how you' all doing. This is Tom, the head from Heads and Sticks. hope you're all keeping well. I hope you're not feeling too down about the uh, Euro loss last night. For anybody outside of Europe, uh, England was in the final, but we lost against Italy in penalties. But, uh, you know, uh, hopefully we'll get the World Cup. And uh, I hope we're all feeling positive about the lockdown. Uh, well, not lockdown, but the, the COVID measures that have been in place. We've got one more week of that. That's all going to be lifted on July 19th. But, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully we're all feeling positive about that. But also, you know, we have, a, we have a shit government. So maybe we're feeling a little cautious as well. Who knows? But I hope we're all keeping well. Anyway... Uh, I'm delighted to uh, to tell you all that the uh, fourth guest on the uh, fourth episode of Heads of Six Chats is Posterboy 2000. Uh he is a uh punk rocker from New York and uh but he specializes in a particular kind of um 8-bit or 16-bit kind of bit crushed hardcore punk sound. So imagine imagine that hardcore punk but fed through a kind of Nintendo DS or a sort of well no like a Game Boy or Super Nintendo or something. It's um really a very interesting unique take on hardcore punk and uh yeah I'm I'm really interested to have a chat with him. Uh he's got a his self-titled debut uh came out last year on Death by Sheep Records. And uh Slow, one of the tracks on Slow was including the official Hensel6 2020 Roundup, that's how much I thought, that's how much I liked it, I thought it was one of the best uh, albums of uh, last year, really really good, so yeah, uh, his name's Jason, but I actually don't know what his surname is, I have tried to Google and uh, look on every corner of the internet, I can't quite, know I don't know his surname, so, but he is called Jason, I know that, he also has a uh, another moniker or alias called Questions, which is uh, intriguing, but uh, yeah, let's uh, Let's all chat. Let's chat to Posterboy2000 on the fourth episode of Hessel Six Chats. Let's do it. Rock and roll. <laughs> Well,
1: um, Jason from Possible
0: Two Thousand, uh, how are you uh, keeping? All right. I'm pretty. I'm pretty good. Nice one. Nice one. I I I, uh, I don't know whether you saw or not, but I have a uh, there's a bloke called uh Jay Mendel who does the artwork for each of the uh, podcast episodes, and, I, and I've got you screaming into the. You haven't seen it yet. It's not been not out. It's not out yet. But it's got you with a microphone, very punk style, screaming into the into a sort of computer screen and we're gonna have it uh, so all, all pixelated with a little Commodore 64. Uh, how's that sound? It sounds fun. <laughs> um, I know that you're about, you're about 21, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you know, I know that when you were- uh... in
1: 2000, Poster Boy 2000. That's where the name came from.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Wow. 2000. Yeah, I started the. Uh, I started, I started like, kind of like uh, high school, if you like. Uh, but we call it secondary school. But uh, I started school, uh, secondary school around, around that age, uh, that time. Um, wh- where does your, where did your affection for retro games come from, considering that, you know, when you were born, it was kind of PS2, wasn't it?
1: I honestly didn't even grow up with the PS2. I just grew up with uh, the Wii. The Wii and then the PlayStation 3 and uh 3ds gameboy advance and then everything else after that uh, i couldn't really afford or i didn't really care to buy like a ps4 yeah
0: the uh the wii mario kart Wii was a was a bit it was a golden age
1: i really like super smash bros uh-huh. that's like the best, best great, game yeah. ever
0: yeah that's cracking I was never, I was never, never had too much Nintendo in my in, in my childhood. It was, it was always like kind of PlayStation, really. But I did have a Game Boy. I had an original Game Boy, actually. The original, the original one.
1: Wow. <laughs> PlayStation and Nintendo are cool, but I just don't really like
0: Xbox. I, I had an original Xbox, but I, I yeah, I don't know. I, for some reason, it never really wowed me. I'd never, never really cared for it too much. Are you, are you a are you a big gamer? Mm,
1: I wouldn't say that much anymore but yeah i guess i would say so
0: mm-hmm. um so you and you're i'm guessing nintendo is the kind of kind of your favorite
1: right now It it is um because i i just got a switch like last year like uh in may like when the pandemic was kind of like in its first couple months because
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. i was like let me let me just buy a switch because i was getting like that pandemic Extra money from the government.
0: Oh right, yeah. So I was like, oh,
1: I could totally afford a new console, but
0: money was well uh, good. I don't
1: feel like getting a PS4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell me about it.
0: Uh, uh, Super Mario Odyssey.
1: That's the only one I didn't buy yet.
0: Oh, that's cracking. That was really good. Um,
1: yeah, I need to get it. It's the only like good game that I didn't buy because <laughs> I've been buying, I've been buying like all these Switch games, but. I'm so, like, not even into playing games, I guess, because I bought, like, Mario Kart uh, 8 mm-hmm. and, like, the new Crash Bandicoot game, and I just bought Link's Awakening, I mean, um, Link's... Yeah, Link's Awakening the other day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I still haven't even, like, taken it out of the package. I just bought it, and I didn't even open it.
0: Oh, wow, wow. You've been busy. Yeah. <laughs> um you I know that you use your Nintendo DS and your switch to actually make your music can you, can you, go, can you sort of elaborate on that a little bit that's really interesting I believe you use a um, there's a Super Mario program DIY program is that right and you kind of make a considerable amount of music from that
1: yeah um, I made well the first album that that is out the only album that's out right now is uh, that was all done. On a nintendo ds um and then all the new stuff that people have only heard live because uh, they haven't put it out yet mm-hmm. is uh it's made on the nintendo switch
0: i gotcha right okay is it, is it the same sort of uh, same sort of program same sort of uh, software between the well,
1: two the ds one i used um like a wario game mm. But the new one, I mean, on the Switch, I use like a Korg, uh, Korg uh, software.
0: Okay, how how um how widespread is this? How 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 widely um is this a widespread practice of, of kind of you know utilizing uh, consoles and video games to be, to be making music?
1: I think I've only found like one other band that's done like similar like punk music like digitally um well like this one band called crime kills they they're like really close to my music
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the guy who makes the music in that in that band he actually like uses a game boy oh wow but um and there's like communities like on the internet that use use the game that i use or like the games that i use but they make like totally like, other kinds of music, like, no one's really tried to make it into, like, you know, no one tries to make, like, hardcore punk-style music with it.
0: Well, anyway, she wouldn't. You, uh, you started out making animations on YouTube and under the name Poster Boy. Was, uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I saw some of your work today as well. Um, was animation your?
1: They're pretty bad.
0: <laughs> I mean, we've all got. I mean, I, I was, I was, um, I studied film uh, ten years ago, and I did like some filmmaking. I've got, I've mm-hmm. got, I've got dodgy, dodgy short films floating around on, on the internet, which you know you sort of you're able to constructively Honestly, critique. You know, um, my my
1: best work animation-wise mm-hmm. isn't even like online because it's like still a project file on my computer.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, i have
1: like two cartoons but i never finish them
0: so it's it's something it's it's something you still uh you still do yeah you're still doing your animations
1: nah i haven't done that since like i haven't worked on animation since like 2018 i think
0: okay um was 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 animation your original aspiration
1: i think so yeah yeah it was my major in, in high school Oh really? Yeah, because I went to like a specialized, like a art high school.
0: Okay, nice one. Yeah. Um. Uh, so then, when did, when did punk come into your life then?
1: Um. Probably when I was like. I want to say like when I was fourteen, like entering, from eighth grade to high school. Mm-hmm. When I, when I started listening to um suicidal tendencies that was the first punk band that i heard that i like listened to like the whole album and stuff
0: mm-hmm. um... then
1: i got i listened to like more alternative stuff and like like 90s like stuff like sublime and like rage against the machine mm-hmm. but i think they were a pretty good like band to start out listening to because through sublime i i like they always cover they have a lot of covers of like different punk bands like so that's how i found out about descendant which was my favorite band for a long time um yeah okay well and those are like more bigger punk bands but it wasn't until i was like 17 and i started going to shows and stuff that i found out about like more hardcore stuff and like underground stuff
0: yeah i mean from from just from where i'm standing the the underground hardcore scene or community in in new york seems uh totally Mm -hmm. totally alive and uh very very exciting right now it must be must be great to be in the middle of it
1: yeah it's it's great Mm -hmm. it's finally coming back to like during the pandemic um I was kind of going to shows and like playing shows the whole time, but it's only cause, well, I was able to get away with like playing shows because a lot of like people doing shows were like ravers or like rappers and stuff. And since my stuff is digital and it's just, it's just a microphone and like music, I could like participate in those shows, but like none of the punks were really trying to like, set up like band equipment and do all these like outdoor shows at least like in the beginning stages mm. of the pandemic or whatever
0: but now so, it's back yeah that's great so i mean because because you have quite a minimal setup live and, and as yeah you, said, you just got you just said it's just like very minimal. minimal it's your microphone and a laptop i'm guessing it used to be a
1: laptop but i used to use uh the bit crusher that i use like on the recordings mm-hmm. but um and i used ableton to use that but i honestly don't even know how to use it and then my laptop broke so i just use it i just use the microphone with like no effects uh and i just plug in my phone with a dongle mm-hmm. and like an aux cord and then i i set up my my set list i pre-plan it i like put the songs and then i go into like audacity like a music editing program yeah and just put in you know gaps of silence between the songs Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then i put it on my phone and then then i just play it
0: i mean that's diy isn't it that's 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 Mm -hmm. that's diy right there um You, you born and raised in New York. York. Yeah. Okay. Um. And do you? You know, I know. I know. You know, maybe. Kind of, the New York heritage in- industry going on about you know the kind of New York punk scene. You know the kind of mm-hmm. original punk scene might get a bit tiring, but do do, do you? Because I know that you have got a, a song that's kind of ripping apart the Ramones. <laughs> I was, I was just oh yeah. I was just wondering. You know, does that. Uh, well, but first of all, is that is that a, is that a sincere loathing for the Ramones, uh, or is that more of a fun? Um, is that more of a sort of irreverent kind of kind of provocative song?
1: It's kind. Of, it's pretty much just a fun joke song. But <laughs> I was telling one of my friends. I feel a little bad. Like all those guys are dead, and <laughs> like I'm kind of shitting on like a legacy in a way. But mm-hmm. everyone just is like who cares it's a good song just keep playing it and i'm absolutely. like okay
0: absolutely i think um uh i think it's important to uh to, you know so sometimes we need we we can we can raise the the old rock gods uh onto too great a pedestal and sometimes you just need to just bring it down a bit you know
1: yeah but i also just i i actually am not a ramones fan <laughs> i don't really listen to them mm. and i i don't think they're they're all that
0: yeah I, yeah I, I i do love them but i can also I, I can sort of appreciate why some people can maybe find their. i i got, I got a lot of friends who love punk but they, they find their sound a bit um just a bit light a bit a bit a bit tepid i don't know yeah yeah um you um you lampooned uh anthony santos's uh la batala album cover and for anyone that's listening that doesn't know who who that is he's a Kind of Dominican hmm. Republican, sorry, Republican, dominica Republic kind of bachata. Is that how you, is that is that the genre? <laughs> it's
1: <laughs> I, I bac- bachata.
0: Ah, okay, right. I, I pronounced it wrong, but um, it's obviously quite removed from from your sound. But but, but what's the connection? I know. Why, why did why did you choose that artist? What why why did you why did you choose the lampoon that um that album cover?
1: Well. I think I was just like looking, I was listening to that style of music because I'm actually like Dominican okay. and I'm Puerto Rican as well. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted to bring some sort of culture into the, into the art. I mean, like I wanted it to kind of, uh, I don't know. Honestly, I just saw, like, I came across that album cover, like the tape version of that album and I saw it and I was like, I want to I want to do that. Simple as Yeah. <laughs> but also I think it's a cool reference because it's like pretty it's a pretty weird reference, but if you know it it's like a Dominican thing, which I think is the coolest part.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll be honest with you, I only only became aware of that singer because I because of researching your your album cover.
1: I know, I could tell
0: yeah (laughs)
1: yeah um in in the in that uh album cover he's actually wearing like a chain with his name on it and Mm -hmm. in the picture of my cover i have a chain with my well my alias that people used to call me questions but uh didn't come out in the picture because it was tucked inside yeah
0: all oh, right. what what do they, why do they what where does that come from why 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 uh, the moniker questions where does that come from
1: <laughs> when I was like first starting out going to these shows like I was kind of a punisher and like just a weird uh kid just going up to and I was like the only young one there I would just talk a lot and ask everyone a bunch of questions mm-hmm and one of my friends just was like I'm going to I'm going to call you questions cuz you ask a lot of fucking questions.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And then he started calling me that in front of like all different types of people and then it kind
0: of stuck. Okay. Yeah, um, cuz yeah, you uh, you you use that alias for a lot of your credits, don't you in terms of like uh,
1: Yeah, I like it.
0: Yeah. I I think I think it's cool. Um so, you know, you you mentioned about how the, uh, the New York hardcore community is, is very much alive and well. But how... how The you hardcore
1: that? scene is, yeah, but also the punk scene. Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. I
1: just remembered, like, there's kind of a difference. Mm-hmm. The hardcore, like, if you know New York hardcore, like beatdown hardcore, it's funny, those guys were, like, way more um ready to, like, play again because mm-hmm. a lot of the New York hardcore scene is, like, they're, like, anti-vax. They're, like, they think COVID is fake. And, like, I don't know if you've heard about that Tompkins Square Park show that happened that Madball played to, like, 3,000 people.
0: I, I missed that. No.
1: <laughs> it was a really crazy show. I had a lot of fun at that show.
0: Okay. But
1: um, And the punk scene, like, it just came back now, like, maybe, like, two days ago. Like, mm. But like the underground punk scene, but I think everyone was like kind of afraid to like get jump right back into it, like soon.
0: Aside from the hardcore gang,
1: <laughs> yeah, because they they don't care.
0: Where do you think that comes from? dude? where do you think the um why why, why do you think there's an anti-vax streak in the hardcore community? <laughs>
1: I'm not sure i think it's just because they're older they just have like a set way of thinking mm. and they're just like hard-headed and stubborn
0: mm-hmm. state prices and gentrification and just the rising just the booming uh, cost cost of living anywhere or the cost of operating any kind of scene or community or or initiative you know, have you felt have you felt the kind of forces of gentrification testing and and you know uh, affecting the the ability to have punk shows and punk community and punk happenings in, in any kind of way
1: hmm Honestly, uh, yeah, like Mm -hmm. um, a couple, like venues don't really last that long around here, like, especially like DIY venues. Um, Even like, I've seen so many venues like get shut down and then it just turns into like some random building that ends up not even being like used for anything.
0: Yeah. I mean, we we got that problem over here as well, where, you know, former, former places of, you know, clubs or places where there might have been some sort of element of bohemianism or countercultural activity, you know, it gets boarded up and uh, just turns into luxury flats or a Starbucks or, you know, it's, it's happening over the world, isn't yep. it? But, um, but, you know, I know, I know that, you know, you're, uh, is, it, is it Brooklyn you're living in?
1: Yeah. I just yeah. moved to, I just moved to Queens. Oh, okay. Right. But- I was pretty much living in Brooklyn.
0: Okay, but I, I just—I just know that there's a very, I know there's a real vigorous punk scene that you're a part of. and I just was curious to know whether you know you've been able to resist that as as much as you can. You know. Hmm. Um. How's your project with Creature Lagoth and Yoda X
1: coming along? Oh, um, we have a a song. And it's, uh, I kind of want to redo my part. Um, basically what I did was I made like a rap beat using oh, right. like the same stuff I made the first album with. Um, like, yeah. And uh, I basically came up with a hook. Yeah. So it's a rap song, but I just like do like one I just do like the chorus which is just like one word. Uh, it's the song is called NYPDK and I basically just yell NYPDK as the chorus which kind of means like I think K is like kind of like a like a gang thing or something or it's like a I honestly am not 100% sure but K I think it stands for kill so it's basically like another way of saying like a cab if you if you if you've heard of that yeah yeah it's just like i think it's the cooler uh lesser known way of saying it and i i would rather do the lesser known cooler thing the song came out pretty good though other i just i feel a little weird about my part but uh the other guys on that song killed it and I think I'm going to put it on, uh, this album that's about to come out soon.
0: Last one. Uh, what that's a, uh, an album under your name or this collab or this collaborative, uh, project.
1: We, we just did one song.
0: Oh, okay. Right. Um,
1: and, and no one's like used it for anything yet. So I might just use it cause, um, Uh, There's like this rap group called Death Proof that they're like based in LA and uh, they're basically revolved around uh, this rapper named NASCAR Aloe, Mm -hmm. who he's kind of like a a punky rapper, like a punk SoundCloud rapper. Mm -hmm. But basically, those guys are kind of popular and they've been giving me like a little bit of like, uh, well, they've like shared my they put posted my videos on their youtube channel to get it like a little bit of like views and, and whatever but they they asked me if i want to do like one of their mixtapes because they have um they have a series on their youtube channel where they do like they call them garage mixtapes
0: mm-hmm. where it's
1: like none of them are like over 10 minutes and it's just like a couple it's basically just an album um uh yeah and let me check i think it's gonna have it's gonna have uh how many eight songs oh who i just finished the lyrics to the last song yesterday and honestly because these like this like the fans that are like gonna be checking out this this Mm mixtape I feel like they probably didn't listen to my my first album if they've only heard like the music videos so I have like a bunch of leftover uh, songs from when I from when I made the first album Mm -hmm. and I honestly uh, don't want to like keep using that game anymore because uh I think it just gets kind of stale like that sound just hearing the same drums and all the same noises like i could only really do one album with it but but i have these leftover songs and it's just for like this video pretty much so i just figured let me just come up with words for these leftover songs and just give it to these guys for their mixtape yeah as yeah, because these are all like old songs. I I just came up with the lyrics recently. The new stuff is like way different. Well, not way different, but different sounding.
0: Okay, so you you're saying that you know you you recognize that you're going to have to move for, move away from the kind of from the the games the games you're currently in the consoles you're currently using to make you music. What what have you yeah. got? Is it, I mean, what have you got your what in terms of in terms of tech and equipment what have you got your eyes set on to kind of expand the sound a little bit
1: um honestly i do like the idea of uh just um making music strictly off of video games
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and the, the biggest reason i've done that is honestly because it's the easiest like i don't really know how to use that many uh DAWs or whatever Mm. but I do have FL Studio and I made a couple like maybe two songs off of FL Studio Mm -hmm. Um, so that brings up FL Studio brings up a lot of possibilities but I don't know if I'm ready to like make a whole album with FL Studio songs yet but um, mainly like now I mean, I haven't made any new songs in a little bit because I'm just sitting on like a, a lot of music. Um, but mainly, I would say the new stuff is just like off of the, the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I okay. really like how, how it's coming along.
0: Nice. Yeah, nice. It's funny, isn't it? It's funny that you've, because um, I know that a lot of your, a lot of the, the the bit crush sort of sound is kind of mm-hmm. it kind of harkens back to video games of the kind of early 90s or late 80s or whatever and um, yeah
1: that's that's why i did it because i i thought the vocals like even from the beginning i thought like um if i'm making music off of a video game i should have my voice sound like it's in the video game as well
0: mm-hmm.
1: like when you hear those old super nintendo games and it's just like really muffled and distorted and bad sounding whenever mm. there's like a voice
0: mm-hmm. yeah but I, I know what i was going for yeah but i think it's interesting as well that, that you, you're you using um you know your your you i guess the video games that you, you've been playing and that you're kind of you've been you've been growing up with all much more evolved than that Did you have a kind of is there something uh do you just have do you have a kind of I don't I don't want to say retro cuz I I'm trying to think of a different word here but like um what where do you get your kind of affection for that for that sort of hmm. sound you know where does it come from because I I know that you would have been you would have been uh, been playing video games where you know it's a very it's much more sophisticated uh, uh medium now you know
1: right? now that you mention it I did always really like uh you know like video game soundtracks mm. Like, I think the Donkey Kong Country uh, soundtrack is, like, really good. Yeah. Uh, Earthbound has a really good soundtrack. Um, I'd say probably when I was younger, uh, I, like, would listen to, like, just full-length uh, video game uh, audio or whatever soundtracks. hmm but, Kong, I don't Donkey know. Kong, a game, video. A lot of video games have good, good music, especially Nintendo ones.
0: Well, Donkey Kong Country. Uh,
1: especially I, Donkey Kong Country. Yeah,
0: but there's a really interesting YouTube video, but I I can't even. I can't remember the details of it now. But there's a YouTube video where they they're explaining and talking about how the soundtrack is way ahead of its technical. The hardware. I think runner. I saw that video. Yeah. Okay. Where he had to sort of like. Whoever whoever composed it had to like do a load of like complicated coding for like each sort of second or something. Oh yeah. Because that sounds the, crazy. Yeah, because the music is just so so much more sophisticated than the hardware capabilities <laughs> of the time. And yeah, it's very interesting video. Um okay, and what about and what about call ahead? What about call ahead? How's, how's that getting on? You other your other project?
1: Oh, um it's going going pretty pretty okay. We it was a two piece with my friend ryan on the drums and um i was on bass and for a while i didn't know if i was gonna be doing vocals on it or not because i'm kind of a a newbie at playing the bass Mm -hmm. i mean now i've been playing it for like two years but i'm still uh rusty but we played like last night which was we couldn't even really hear ourselves it was like outdoors Apparently the audience could hear us, but we couldn't, but they still liked our set for some reason, but but we've been practicing more and more. And now we have a guitar player, Chris, and uh, now we have like, uh, I think, I don't want to say 10 songs. I think we have like maybe six, six minutes of music. <sighs> I don't really know, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting a little better and, uh, I eventually, I don't have lyrics for like half of my set, half of the, we played two shows now. Um, well, two shows like with the full lineup and, uh, like half of the set I have lyrics for, but then the other half, we just get like one of our friends. to like freestyle or like just. Come up with something, because mm. because I don't have any words. Right, but I'm getting a little better at playing and singing at the same time.
0: Oh, brilliant! It, are, are lyrics something you find difficult, or are, are they something typically that come later, later on in the, in the creative process for you?
1: They usually come later, but a lot of times the best lyrics just come out of nowhere. Um. Like when I try to come up with lyrics, sometimes I have a hard time, but then, but honestly, recently I have it hasn't been that hard. I've had all these old songs like that I was just talking about that I want to use for the garage tape thing. Mm-hmm. I've been sitting on those songs for like two years or three, like three years or something, because I couldn't come up with words for it. And some of those songs. I think are better than some of the songs that were on the album. I mean, honestly, I only don't like, I think all the songs in that, in my first album are good, but I don't really like the last one. That's the only one I don't really like that much. But anyway, uh, Call Ahead, we're, 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 um, I'm surprised because people, I think at least, Myself, I'm not the best bass player and I'm pretty sloppy, but we've had a good like reaction and we're getting like booked and stuff. Like we're playing a big show at um, St. Vitus, which is that's like the biggest uh, spot for like, you know, local punk shows right now. Mm. And they're still not open yet, but we're going to play on like September 10th or 11th. And we're playing with like Blowing Anxiety, uh, Hustler, I think Dog Breath, and those bands are pretty good.
0: Brilliant! No, best best of luck, man. And,
1: um, and then I put together a show that's coming up uh, next Sunday. Oh yeah! And we're gonna we're gonna play.
0: Oh fantastic! Who who who's playing who's playing alongside you uh, on that one?
1: Um, Hustler is they're playing that show too and it's going to be their first show um and that band they're pretty they're kind they're like a goth punk band mm-hmm. and um uh they're they like demo has a good amount of views on youtube like they're kind of popular um the singer of that band tyler he's like a really cool cool guy
0: mm-hmm.
1: he's someone that he like books a lot of shows around here and he's one of the first people I met in the punk scene and he was really cool to me and yeah so that his band is playing and uh, this band Rebus Chaos is playing which is like a Spanish New York hardcore style band Mm -hmm. it's like some fast punk pretty good and uh, TV Drugs which is a new band from Cleveland and I played with them twice in Cleveland pandemic, actually, which is pretty funny. But they were pretty good and they're ready to, to play in New York. So for a show to book them. And so, so, yeah.
0: TV drugs. That's, that's, I, I really like that name.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think they actually have a release that's like they I think their CDs were pressed in mm. like by an American label. And then the um, the tapes were pressed by like a UK label.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, do you know the label? The UK label.
1: Um, I could check TV Drugs. Oh, I think it's uh Serial Serial Bowl Records.
0: Oh, okay. I'm not. i not heard of them. Yeah. I have to. I have to check them. Uh, I have to check them out.
1: I haven't heard of it either. Mm. I just looked it up right now. <laughs>
0: Do you have any other projects in the in the pipeline uh, alongside of the, the bands we've already mentioned?
1: Um, I have that. I have Call Ahead, and they want to record soon. Um, I think we need to get a little better uh, and come up with more songs and. I need to come up with some lyrics. But we have Call Ahead. I wanna wanna be in a band where I'm just singing too. And um, there were a couple like guys in the punk scene that were talking about starting something with me, but hasn't happened yet. Um, I have uh, this tape with Death Proof that's gonna come out soon enough. I just have to record it soon. Uh, and I am sitting on like a lot of uh, music I made with the Nintendo switch, yeah. but I'm going to wait. Um, cause I want to release, I want to release this next album on like a vinyl. Like I want to put it on a 12 inch record and I want like a good, like a notable punk label to, to put it out. And I have I, I have some ideas of who I want to put it out, mm. um, but yeah, I'm I'm waiting. And I, I I haven't put I did record a demo version of a couple of these new songs. Um, and I've just been like selling it like as CDRs and like with a whole little uh. Like I put together the cover art and there's lyrics and stuff, but. I've been, I haven't, I don't want to put it up on the internet. If someone leaks it, that's fine. But I don't want to put it online because it's, it's going to be the same songs that are on um, the record. And it's just like, it's not mixed or mastered. So I just don't want people to like hear the demo and then just hear the same exact songs when, when the real album comes out. Mm-hmm. But also yeah. like hear a shittier version because it's not mixed or nothing. Yeah. But I've I've been like showing it around like low key, like just giving it out physically.
0: Oh, yeah, nice one. That, want, I
1: could send I could send it to you. I mean, I could uh, email
0: you the files. Oh, I'd love yeah, to. Yeah, I'd love to. If you're hear interested it, in that. Yeah, please do. Uh, absolutely, man. Um. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> I'm gonna wrap this up man so soon but one last question and uh commodore yeah. 64 commodore 64 or nintendo 64 what, what do you reckon who wins
1: oh um i've never played a commodore 64
0: all <laughs> oh, right i would
1: I, I would probably say nintendo 64 definitely
0: i thought, I thought you might have because you i know you got that song commodore 64 i won i thought oh maybe maybe you've uh maybe you've sp- uh, you've dusted off a Commodore 64 in your time, but maybe not.
1: That's another example of of me uh, wanting to say the thing that's more obscure because I think it's it's c- obscure things sound cooler because mm. it's like people know Nintendo 64, but no one. It's it's kind of an obscure reference if I say Commodore 64.
0: Mm. Yeah, um, I've got a uh, I've got a little Commodore 64 uh, under your. Title I like the graphic.
1: colors. I've, like, looked at videos of Commodore 64 and I like how the colours are just, like, it's only, like, three colours, right? Isn't it, like, bright pink and, like, bright b- blue or something?
0: I think there's a kind of a multi-coloured, like, rainbow strippers on the keyboard or something. But what what, what I particularly find brilliantly brilliantly uh, archaic about Commodore 64 is you actually you put in the floppy disk or whatever, but then you actually have to en- enter a load of code to just start the actual fucking game you know that's that's hilarious yeah um yeah anyway well uh jason uh poster boy 2000 it's been a pleasure man thanks for giving me uh, give me your time you got it yeah yeah really really uh really enjoy chatting to you man and uh best of luck to you and i hope it hope it all all, all your other projects as well and uh yeah keep walking man you got it. Alright, yeah. buddy. Alright, take care. I'm going to introduce you to a rather remarkable man. I'm going to introduce you to a rather remarkable man. Crime kills. Yeah, yeah. Top recommendation there, Jace. Thanks for that, mate. And do you know what? I did check it out. I went to their band camp, and I realised that Crime Kills is a former band uh, of Nate No Face, and I really like Nate No Face. i a big ba- I'm a big fan of. Uh, Nate No Face, uh, kind of like uh, pioneer. He sort of pioneered that kind of like Game Boy punk sound. Um, so uh, yeah, if you like if you like uh, Post Boy Two Thousand, do check out Nate No Face and check out Crime Kills. There you go. I didn't realise that. Thanks for that recommendation, Jason. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that chat. I I, I really did. Um, I do realise that maybe I've got to start not referencing uh, things that are happening <laughs> around me. In the moment when I record my intros, because uh, I think by the t- even just recording it right, right this very moment, I think when this actually comes out, the Euro final uh, happened quite a while ago, and uh, as well as the, um, uh, the the sort of coronavirus measures, but I don't know. Maybe that's part of the charm. Maybe just my little bit of waffling for me is uh, part of the charm. I don't know. But anyway, um, J- yeah, Jason um, uh, from Postal Boy Two Thousand, there. Great chat, really. Really, another great chat. Really happy to be, uh, you know, having had that moment with you, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I've got some. Um, I've got September sort of confirmed. I'm not gonna say anything just yet, but I think I've got September's uh, uh, chat sorted. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a clue. They're out of this world. That's the clue. Uh, but I still got August to sort out yet. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm a I'm really enjoying the, the, uh, the chats, I hope you guys are too, and uh, there's going to be plenty more to come. Uh, I will make sure that there's all the, all the standard um, social media handles and uh, everything in the, uh, in the accompanying uh, description or caption or whatever. But uh, do make sure you follow Posterboy2000 on Facebook and Twitter and uh, Instagram, and do check out uh, his band camp great stuff, and that, and that album, uh, as, I, as I said the, in the intro, that, that debut album we brought out last year, really, really cracking stuff, so brilliant, brilliant Jason, thanks for that. Uh, once again, thanks to uh, the usual mob, uh, Jane Mendenhall for his cracking artwork, Billiam, and uh, I Know I'm an Alien, uh, and uh, yeah, brilliant, I, uh, I hope you enjoyed this one, uh, enjoy, well, in the UK at least, it's absolutely sweltering right now, so I hope you're enjoying the sun, I certainly am I'm actually in isolation recording this uh, sweating my tits off in my in my bedroom and uh, I hope you're all actually out enjoying the sun and not isolated. but oh well anyway I've been Tom the Head you've been listening to the fourth episode of uh, Heads 6 Chats featuring Posterboy2000 uh, make sure you follow me on I'm on, I'm on everything Facebook, Twitter Instagram uh, I've got Mixcloud so do do check me out and uh, yeah, all the best guys.